It is time for promotions here at the Profits Picks Football Podcast Show once again. And I want to start with my daughter in Atlanta, Georgia, in the Eastern Time Zone. And that is Nails by Amani, the best nail technician in or outside of the 285 perimeter in Atlanta, Georgia, more specifically 258 South Main Street, Suite F, Jonesboro, Georgia, 30236. She is once again the best nail technician in Atlanta, Georgia, inside or outside the 285 perimeter. Check out Nails by Amani today. Look her up on Instagram as well. All right. Let's not forget about the missus. And that is, of course, shopneolife.com forward slash Forest Health. Once again, that is shopneolife.com forward slash F O R R E S T H E A L T H. And check out her newest business, the one that we all want to see prosper more than any of the other ones, quite frankly, and that is onlineandbeautyboutique.com. And that is O N L I N E B E A U T Y B O U T I Q U E dot com. The onlinebeautyboutique.com, heavenly hair, and little man. He checks out the show every now and again with some intro music, and that is Arigato Joey at SoundCloud.com. Once again, that is A-R-I-G as in greatness, A-T-O-J-O-E-Y at SoundCloud.com. He makes music, and he also makes music for my podcast show. Check me out. I'm on Instagram at the Prophets Picks 2019. Once again, that is at the Prophets Picks 2019. I'm on Twitter at Prophets underscore Picks. You can email me. Theprofitspicks at gmail.com and look us all up today. Everybody stay safe out there and stay tuned for the show coming up next. All right, good afternoon. So this is, of course, your Thursday night football results show as it is a Monday, November the 21st, 2022, 3.07 p.m. Atlantic Eastern, Eastern Standard Time. Good afternoon, East Coasters. I hope you guys are not dealing with rain or snow, but I'm pretty sure in the Atlantic Eastern portion of the country, you are most likely dealing with some snow. Um, It is 2.07 p.m. Central Time here at the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Studios forward slash media centers coming to you live from the city of Houston. It is yet another rainy, wet day, and it is also chilly outside. Same type of weather last Monday when I had a well-deserved, well-earned, well-rewarded day off. And, um... This is your Thursday Night Football Results Show. I know it's Monday. I know everyone normally gets the Thursday Night Football Results Show on 
a Friday afternoon or Friday early evening, late afternoon, or in some cases, possibly even on a Saturday. But I got ridiculously sick last Friday at about this time. Um, I don't know what it was. It was not COVID-19. I took three, count them, three tests, two solid, legit home tests. I took two of those last week um, leading up to Friday. One of those was was on Friday. And um, I actually went out to a lab and got tested on Saturday morning. And the test came back negative on Sunday morning. So uh, I don't know what that was on Friday afternoon at about the same exact time, but it nearly derailed my entire weekend. Um, Friday was a wash. I didn't get anything accomplished podcast wise. So this is the reason why everyone is getting the Thursday night football results show on today, which is Monday. Now, last season and the season before last season, I would do the Thursday Night Football results show whenever I found time to do so. But things are a little bit different now. Quite frankly, things are a lot different now. And at the end of the day, I'm free to do the Thursday Night Football results show at any given point in time during the afternoon on Friday. Fridays, I should say. But uh, yeah, I was knocked out. Literally knocked out had the shivers, had the chills, fever was 107 at one point in time, it continued to increase, I took a long, scalding hot shower, it seemed to help my body a little bit and cool it off, if that makes sense, because I was just shaking, I had the shakes, and then um, about a couple hours into my recovery nap if you want to call it that uh i was smoking hot but i wasn't dripping sweat so i don't know it was weird um saturday couldn't stay out of the bathroom if you guys catch my drift and then uh headaches all day friday all night friday night all day friday morning friday afternoon um the last little whiff of whatever it was that i had hit me sunday morning right in the beginning of church service yesterday morning as I felt a little lightheaded and dizzy. Uh, But other than that, whatever it was, it is past. Thank God it is gone. The worst of it hit me Friday afternoon. Like I said, at about this time on Friday afternoon. And uh, there were moments where it was a little bit scary. And um, I don't know what it was. (laughs) I really don't know what that was. Uh, Can't be the flu. Uh, I don't know what it was, but whatever it was, it is over with now. Um, Back to normal. Thank God. This is the lunch hour here at the Providence Picks Football Podcast Show. Let me make certain I mention that. I don't want my boss to think that I'm doing a podcast show during work hours, but this is the lunch hour and I am on my lunch break. Going to get two primetime result shows knocked out of the park really quickly. As it's Thanksgiving week. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. We all made it. Thank God. And once again, it is Monday, November the 21st, 2022. My youngest and final child that 
I had with my wife is in fact home for the week. So I'm pretty sure Daniel is happy about that. Um, I took the turkey out of the deep freezer this morning. So Mr. Turkey Man is thawing out. I just got to get me some lighter fluid. Gonna throw the turkey on the grill. Daniel's gonna help out. Um, all of my other children have left the nest. And the only one I have here right now that is of adult age is Arigato Joy. So yeah, four of us, we're gonna have a great Thanksgiving. Um, I wanted to have a few individuals over, but I don't know if that's going to happen in this current COVID-19 and whatever this viral flu thing that's going around that obviously hit me and hit me hard Friday afternoon. I don't know or think that is even going to happen now. Uh, so forget that. <laughs> Got to stay healthy, man. Um, there are so many things out there right now that was not even out there, uh, not even a year ago, uh, let alone five or 10 years ago. So um, Thanksgiving gatherings, holiday gatherings are going to be a lot more difficult to navigate in these times um, in the world. So Thursday Night Football Results Show right now here at the Prop 6 Football Podcast Show. My, uh, Sunday Night Football Results Show is immediately following after this one and then my lunch break will be over in its entirety. Um, so on Thursday night, I went into uh, week 11 Thursday night with a record of four and six and I left Thursday Night Football with a record of five and six. Thank you, Jesus. Yay. All right. Had a good job on Thursday night. My prediction was Tennessee Titans 17, Packers 14, final overtime. And the Tennessee Titans did me one better. And they just whooped up on Aaron Rodgers and the Packers in regulation. The final was 27-17. I was right. That sent me back to 500 in prime time overall on the year. 16 games correct, 16 games incorrect. And after last night, I am over that 500 mark. I am now 17 and 16. Thanks a lot, Kansas City Chiefs. Chargers kept it interesting. No Mike Williams. A bunch of players missing on their defensive line. Joey Bosa out since week three. But the Chargers kept it interesting. As I always say, whenever it's a divisional game, all of the records go out of the window the record books go out of the window and i will talk more about that coming up immediately after this thursday night football results show it was ryan Tannehill back in full force and he was my particular x factor that i was hoping trusting and believing in and he did not let me down and of course derrick henry did his job as well um, I have to give you a side note. I was, again, sick on Friday, so I did not watch that game as of yet. But trust me, I will get to that game at some point in time this afternoon. Um, it is 1.15 p.m. Mountain. I didn't finish giving the time zone breakdown. Please forgive me for that. It is 12.15 p.m. Pacific afternoon. Anchorage, Alaska. What is up? And right now it is currently 10:15 a.m. in Hawaii. Aloha, Jason, Tom, brother. What is up? Your Detroit Lions are on fire. I've been going back and forth with Jason, Tom this morning. He left me an audio message, and um, I will be getting him on the Detroit Lions, uh, Buffalo Bills prediction show for this Thursday. So, Jason, Tom, if you're listening, I'm gonna hit you up, brother. Maui, Waikiki, Honolulu, 
as well as the World War II Pearl Harbor Memorial out there in the Hawaiian Islands that I pray to God I'm able to visit one day before I die. What is up? Aloha. It is morning time in Hawaii and the time zone there is Hawaiian Standard Time. Welcome back to the Prophet Speaks Football Podcast Show. Good afternoon, mainland. Good afternoon, Hawaiian Islands. Uh, the Puerto Rico uh, properties that the United States protect from time to time when needed. Alaska, everybody, what is up? Welcome back to the show. All right, Thursday night, 7 to 6 at the end of the first quarter. Titans led it. 7 nothing in the second quarter. Titans defense shut out Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. It was a 14 to 6 lead at halftime. I was in church, but I was feeling extremely confident and I was not worried at all because from where I was sitting, it was great to know that and uh, like I said, I was not worried at all. When I saw that score um, flash across my uh, recording device um, while I was in church last Thursday night with a score 14 to 6 for the Tennessee Titans, uh, the Titans and the most importantly, the Green Bay Packers made their halftime adjustments um, and their in-game adjustments and came out on fire as you're supposed to. If you're getting beat at home and you've only been able to score six points. And the Green Bay Packers put up 11 points. And at the end of the day, that was all they were able to get as the Titans offense continued to push on and track on and got 13 more points in the second half, six in the third quarter and a touchdown in the fourth quarter for good measure to absolutely and totally eviscerate the competition in the Green Bay Packers winning 27 to 17. This was the second time the Tennessee Titans had a prime time game in Green Bay, Wisconsin. And it's not just that it was a road game, but you're talking about as late in the year, the first time that they played them a few years back in 2020, you're talking about it's at night, it's cold or colder at night than it would have been in the daytime and fortunately enough if I'm not mistaken the Titans just on the edge of the eastern time zone central time zone timeline in the United States of America I don't know I could be wrong but I think possibly they're in the central nevertheless regardless tough place to play tough to do it basically twice in three years especially getting beat the way that the titans did get beat on sunday night football with basically the same roster a couple of years ago in 2020 as i said i will never forget that game uh ryan Tannehill in the second half just came screaming out of the backfield on a quarterback option read he a quarterback keeper he ran it for a good 39 49 yards through the snow for the touchdown. And that's when I was thinking, uh-oh, my prediction for this one's not looking so good. It looks like the Titans have found some life. And 
uh, started to come back. But of course, as I said in the prediction show for that one, the Green Bay Packers did in fact end up winning that game. And just like two years ago, the team that I picked to win in that one lost. And the team that I picked to win in this one won. And uh, I was right a couple of years ago. I picked the Packers to win that one. And I was right again this past uh, matchup between the Titans and the Packers. Um, just that prime time changed. And not only that, Amazon didn't have Thursday Night Football. And this was a Thursday Night Football game. Um, it did snow, but it wasn't heavy snow. It wasn't a constant heavy downpour of snowflakes from the Wisconsin skies in that game on Thursday night. And once again, Packers lost 27-17. Packers are now 3-3 three three at home. They are 4-7 and seven overall on the year. Titans having a good year on the road. They have a lot to prove. They were the number one seed last year, just like the Green Bay Packers. But Titans are 4-2 and two now away from Nissan Titans Stadium in Nashville, Tennessee. And once again, the Green Bay Packers they have dropped to third in the division. Detroit Lions have won three games in a row. I'm pretty sure Jason Tom will be jacked about that to know that the Vikings are, are first and his Detroit Lions are second. You know, and I'll remind everyone again, listen to the Prophets Picks 2022 predictions, NFC North Division champions. I did pick the Packers, but I do remember mentioning more than once in that prediction show why not Detroit? When is it going to be their time? And when I started my podcast show, I did say that we're going to start seeing a lot of teams that has not won a Super Bowl in either a very long time, meaning 20, 30, 40, 50 years, win their first Super Bowl for the first time in a long time, or a team that has never won the Super Bowl. We're going to start seeing those teams rise above the cream of the crop and get their first Super Bowl for their respective franchise. And it's looking good for Detroit right now. Now they got a test coming up against Buffalo, but it's looking very good for them. And I will talk more about them with their prediction show as the Thanksgiving Day games, they all get their special attention. They're not those quick seven, 10 minute shows. They get all of their attention that they deserve because it is a special day. It's going to be even special this year and in and in the years going forward because NFL inaugurating this coming Thursday National John Madden Day. So John Madden's National Day every single year will also be on Turkey Day. You know, and he gets a lot of credit for making Turkey Day as famous around the world, not just in the NFL and the college ranks as it is. A lot of that credit goes to John Madden as well. All right, team by team, statistical breakdown. Packers have 15 first downs, 11 of the 15 through the air, four of the 15 on the ground. Titans defense did not make an error that would have awarded the Packers and Aaron Rodgers offense a first down. Third downs for both teams, pretty good. Seven of 14 for the Packers, they had 14, they converted seven of them. That's a good 50% completion, uh, or should I say efficiency rate. Fourth downs, not good efficiency-wise for the Packers. They had two, they didn't convert one. 59 total offensive plays in the game. 
for a total of 271 yards. That's rushing and passing as always or as often as it can be. Defense, or should I say both teams involved in a primetime game, had the same amount of total offensive drives in this one. That is the case. 10 for both the Titans and the Packers. Packers averaged 4.6 yards per play, 5 penalties, and they had 40 yards in penalties on 5 penalties. No turnovers. Time of possession, 27 minutes and 32 seconds. That just that, that speaks volumes. That the Packers did not have any turnovers that contributed to their loss. They, was, they were just beat. And they were beat badly by a good team. All right. Um, Tennessee Titans, as I get ready to end this show in a few moments. 21 first downs for the Titans. 15 of the 21 through the air. 5 of the 21 uh, on the ground, which is kind of surprising. That lets you know that the X factor that I was looking at in that game, which was Ryan Tannehill, he ended up being the X factor in the game. Normally when you see first downs for the Tennessee Titans in a primetime game or in any game for that matter, the majority of all of their first downs come on the ground with Derrick Henry in the rushing attack. And the Green Bay Packers defense made one penalty that awarded the Titans offense a first down. Third down efficiency, just as good or better for the Titans. They had 13 compared to the Packers 14. They converted seven as well. So their percentage way better there. And then a 50% efficiency when it comes to fourth downs, they had two, they converted one. 64 total plays, 408 total yards in those 64 total plays, 10 total drives, as I mentioned a few moments ago, those 408 total yards is passing and rushing, by the way. And it was all Ryan Tannehill for the most part. I'll get to him in a moment. But the Titans offense collaborated for 6.4 yards per play. And there was 20 yards of penalties on two penalties. One turnover in the game. Interception thrown by Ryan Tannehill. Time of possession, 32 minutes and 28 seconds. Just a weird game overall as we are now at the bottom of the 2 o'clock hour. If you're here in my time zone, bottom of the 3 o'clock hour on the East Coast. And once again, time of possession, 32 minutes and 28 seconds. Unheard of. Not only did the Titans turn the football over, but they were not able to force a fumble or get an interception from the Packers offense or on special teams for that matter. But time of possession belonged to the Tennessee Titans. And then Ryan Tannehill got it done. He got it done. And that's what I love about this guy. Went to University of Texas A&M as a wide receiver. There were too many quarterbacks with a scholarship. He then became a quarterback just long enough and good enough for the Miami Dolphins to draft him. My Miami Dolphins. Things didn't go well in Miami. He was never given the support that Tua Tonga Baloa is getting, quite frankly, right now. He ends up being the backup to the Titans franchise guy who is now in Atlanta, Marcus Mariota. And Mariota gets hurt. Tannehill takes over. And here we are three or four seasons later after leaving Miami. And he just keeps his head down. He stays positive. Reminds me of me. That's who Ron Tannehill reminds me of. He reminds me of me. I mean, yeah, we all get discouraged. We all have that one person we do talk to or maybe 
make a couple of complaints uh, to or vent to. But 90% of the time, head down, looking at the shoelaces, focus on what we need to get done, staying positive, staying optimistic. And he was one of the number one reasons besides this Titans defense, why the Titans won that game on the road in a snowy Green Bay last Thursday night. Aaron Rodgers completed 24 passes, 39 pass attempts, just missed that 40th pass attempt. He just missed it. 24 for 40 would have been the omen of a losing quarterback in a primetime game or in the NFL. That's the losing omen for a losing quarterback for the Prophets Fix Football Podcast Show. That 40th pass attempt. He didn't reach it. Aaron Rodgers didn't reach it. One shot. But he did, in fact, lose. And a lot of quarterbacks haven't reached that 40 pass attempts plateau. But 24 for 39. 227 yards passing for Aaron Rodgers, averaging 5.8 yards per completion. Two touchdown passes, no interceptions thrown. He was sacked once for a loss of his jersey number, 12. Quarterback rating of 53.0, overall rating of 94.7. And the rushing attack was shut down by the Titans defense. As a team for the Packers, 19 carries, 56 yards rushing, 2.9 per. Randall Cobb, 6 receptions, 73 yards, 12.2 was the uh, average per per completions. Or per catch for Randall Cobb. And then Christian Watson, the rookie wide receiver. And Aaron Rodgers is finally getting in sync. Even though the season's almost over. We're in the second half of the season. Two receiving touchdowns for Christian Watson. Packers tight ends, wide receivers, H-backs, fullbacks, and running backs. Had a total of 24 receptions for 227 receiving yards. Averaging 9.5 per. Two receiving touchdowns. All to Christian Watson. Sammy Watkins is probably going to be done after this season in Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers had a fumble. It was recovered by teammate Randall Cobb. Tennessee Titans, Ryan Tannehill, man. Excellent game. 22 completions on 27 pass attempts. 333 yards passing. Averaging 12.3 per completion. Two touchdown passes, one interception thrown. He was sacked three times for his jersey number. How about that? 17 yards loss on those three sacks. Quarterback rating of 77.6. Overall rating of 127.3. Who would have thought that Ryan Tannehill would have Aaron Rodgers types of numbers at the end of that Thursday night football game? Derrick Henry did contribute, though. He, in fact, had two catches for 45 receiving yards, averaging 22.5 on those two receptions. Derrick Henry also had 28 carries. For 87 rushing yards, averaging 3.1 yard per carry, and the rushing touchdown. Traylon Burks, the rookie wide receiver, taking over for A.J. Brown, who was shipped out in April during the draft. Seven receptions for 111 receiving yards, averaging 15.9 per catch. Two receiving touchdowns was to the former Cleveland Brown, Atlanta Falcon, tight end from Stanford University, Austin Hooper. Four receptions for 36 yards. He averaged nine yards per catch on those nine, on those four catches. He was targeted four times and he caught all four. Two of those four were in the end zone. Tennessee Titans receivers, H-backs, running backs, tight ends, fullbacks, had a total of 24 receptions for 337 receiving yards. 14 yards was the average per catch. Three Receiving touchdowns, Duntrell Hilliard, one of the backup running backs for the Tennessee Titans. He had a 
14-yard touchdown catch. That was his only target in the game as well. Look, Titans just flat out whooped the Green Bay Packers this past Thursday night. With the interception that they had and the Packers not turning the football over, they whooped the Green Bay Packers in every facet of the game. Quay Walker, rookie from the Georgia Bulldogs National Championship football team this past January, 12 total tackles, 8 solo in the game. He had half of a sack, a tackle for a loss quarterback hit. Chris Barnes, 12 total tackles as well, 6 solo tackles. He had a sack and a quarterback hit on Ryan Tannehill. He is the second year, third year linebacker. Quay Walker, a rookie linebacker once again from Georgia as well. Um, a lot of other big time statistics on this defense for the Packers in that game, but it really doesn't matter. They lost 79 total team tackles, 46 total tackles, three sacks in the game for the Packers defense, three tackles for a loss, one pass defense and five quarterback hits on Ryan Tannehill. Rasul Douglas also had a 22 yard interception. Rasul Douglas is just a beast. Let me read his numbers as well. Five total tackles, five solo, a tackle for a loss, a pass defense. And once again, he had that 22 yard interception. Tennessee Titans defense, David Long Jr. Nine total tackles in the game, six solo. Love the way David Long Jr. plays. I was just able to watch the Titans Texans game uh, last night and watching Derrick Henry run all over the Texans defense but quite frankly who has not run all over that Houston Texas defense this season um but yeah interesting game there watched all of that deleted it right away and uh David Long Jr. is the man once again nine total tackles six solo three tackles for a loss um Joshua Kalu one of the backup defensive backs seven total tackles seven solo a pass defense Titans defensive players, no matter which uh, position they play on defense, they are always extremely active as a team. 64 total team tackles, 44 solo tackles, only one sack on Aaron Rodgers, five tackles for a loss as a team, three passes defense and three quarterback hits. And once again, Tennessee Titans, they didn't force a fumble. They didn't get an interception, but quite frankly, they didn't have to. And that was a really good game for Tennessee Titans and the Green Bay Packers uh, against the Green Bay Packers I should say not a good game for the Packers but it was a good game against the Packers uh, once again Tennessee Titans continue to lead their division they are seven and three in the AFC North as they improve to seven and three after that game Green Bay Packers fall to four and seven um, on the year and 13 and 3 first year for Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers 13 and 3 the second year for Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers 13 and 4 last year for Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers and it all comes tumbling down with the talent that the Packers have the biggest weakness obviously is their wide receiver course right and their tight ends are average offensive line has been banged up they also lost uh, some coaches on that coaching staff to the Bears in their division, the Bears, and uh, just things aren't j- just aren't the same. Of course, Bakhtiari is a year older. He's recovering and coming back from an injury. He's trying to bounce back. He played little and few and far between last year, even though the Packers did go 13 and four with him last year, but um. 27-17, I thought it was going to be a lot closer. 
uh, but it was not. My prediction, 17-14 final overtime Thursday night football in week 11, and the actual final was 27-17. Packers not only fall to 4-7, but they fall to third place in the NFC North. The NFC North has just been all kinds of bouncing around with the teams that are in second, third, and fourth place. Detroit was in fourth place for a very long time, but again, three-game winning streak started with the Green Bay Packers 15-5, to I think it was a few weeks ago, or 15-3, to something crazy like that. Detroit defeated uh, New York Giants on yesterday, and in between the Giants' victory on yesterday and the Packers' victory a few weeks ago, Chicago Bears had them right what they where they wanted them. And Chicago Bears are now where the Detroit Lions are. They are looking up at everyone in their division. Understandable, first-year head coach, uh, Mr. Eberflus, first-year general manager, Brian Poles as well. Uh, but the Packers are no longer second in the division. They're third. And as I forestated a few moments ago, Titans take over, um, or should I say they continue to roll in their division Detroit Lions, though, have taken over, is what I meant to say, that second-place spot. And uh, the Cowboys gave the Detroit Lions some help. They beat the Minnesota Vikings on yesterday, 40-3. And uh, speaking of yesterday, I normally do this on the Sunday Night Football Results Show, but yesterday I went 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. I went 7 and 1, 2, 3, 4. So I went 7-4 because Detroit won, and I picked the Giants to win. Falcons won. I picked them to lose. I'm not surprised at that, though. Whenever I pick the Falcons to win, they lose. Whenever I pick them to lose, they win. I keep telling my mom that. She doesn't believe me, but it happened yet again this Sunday. I picked them to lose, and they actually won, shockingly enough. Got to look at the highlights in that one to figure out what the freaking heck happened with that prediction that really made me upset um but can't really get too upset right falcons will be the falcons um i had a 17 16 final score predicted between washington and houston and that final actually happened in the philly and indianapolis game so not too surprised about that um i had a feeling somebody was going to finish 17 16 uh last week on yesterday Um, But not only did Detroit win the football game, they floored the Giants 31-18. And I picked the Buffalo Bills to beat the Cleveland Browns in Detroit, by the way, 29-19. Buffalo Bills finished that game against Detroit on yesterday, 31-23. At one point in time, though, it was actually 29-23 to 16 or something like that during the game and I was like oh yes I'm gonna nail this final score but Buffalo wasn't done laying a smack down on Cleveland and uh it made sense Buffalo was going to play Detroit in Detroit in a few days on Turkey Day so that's it that's all I got that's all she wrote I was right as I slowly but certainly surely climb my way back to 500 on Thursday night I am now two games over 500, four, five, six, seven. No, I'm three games over 500 now on Sunday Night Football. 
And shockingly enough, I will not have time to do the Thursday night, or should I say the Sunday night football results show immediately following this. So that'll have to wait until later on this afternoon. I got some very disturbing and unsettling news concerning my situation that happened with the accident from September. So uh, I got to go and handle that. All right. Everybody stay safe out there. Continue to listen to the Prophets Fix Football podcast show for the remainder of the NFL season and week 11. Monday Night Football results show will air on tomorrow as scheduled. Unless I get sick again, I pray to God that I don't. (laughs) That was very scary Friday. And uh, I am got to give you my overall record uh, later on today during the Sunday Night Football results show. All right. I was right Thursday night. Thank God. I said 17-14 final overtime and the actual final was 27-17. Everybody stay safe out there. One.